Good morning. Hello. Welcome back Hello. to another episode of Nurse Coffee Talk. Wee-hee. I'm Jamie Baker. I'm Sarah Matthews. And welcome, everybody. We are very excited uh, to try and do a fun topic today. And the reason that I say try to do a fun topic is because, Sarah, the last time we tried to do a fun topic, it turned into not so much fun. I know. It, and really, did. <laughs> it really did. Sorry. I was... I was listening back, so I'm referring to, for those of you who are listeners, I'm referring to the dark humor episode, and yes, there was some talk of dark humor, but I was listening back to that as we prepared for editing and things like that, and the whole time, like, I mean, it was a fun episode, but it wasn't, like, hilarious, like I wanted it to be, and then at one point in the episode, I say to you, I'm like, this is supposed to be a fun episode. And it's not so, good when we can feel it while we're recording it. <laughs> well, I mean, it still is a good episode. It's just it wasn't it was meant to be more lighthearted. So hopefully this episode will be a little bit more lighthearted as intended to be. So today's topic is going to be nursing in media. Um more more uh accurately nursing in like television and movies. Yeah. Um, and you're so, probably wondering to yourself, what media are they talking about? Because I don't know really any media that, that nurses are in. You're right. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> Do you want to start us off? Sure. Okay. Um, so I, like any girl of a certain age, was addicted to Grey's Anatomy for a short time. Sure. And I particularly watched it when I was in nursing school, when I was in college. And okay. I remember that thinking like how even in nursing school doing clinicals knowing what the role is being like hmm doctors seem to they do a lot that's so great like doctors just do so much and they're so engaged and they just care about their patients on an individual (laughs) level so much and like isn't that refreshing and i'm looking forward to being a nurse and (laughs) and then and then reality set in i know it's so funny about Grey's anatomy because literally every patient that came into that show it was like 12 doctors in the room and there was not even a mention of a nurse anywhere there's like a few mentions in the whole series and that's it yeah the doctors are like starting ivs and putting oh yeah they're hanging fluid bags i'm like literally they couldn't even adjust the iv pump if they wanted to in real life what are you (laughs) talking about that's so i had one come get me one time she was like oh this is like a real resident and she goes, do you have another, like, blood pressure machine? Because this one isn't working. And I leaned over and just turned it on. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. Okay. Yeah, it's working now. Okay, good job, Doc. Let me know if you need any help. But sure, That's they're okay. placing IVs and hanging fluid bolses and pushing meds. I mean, fuck off. Right. Absolutely not. Right. I, had a, I had a doctor turn off a pump oh, of mine. No. Uh, that was running cardine on a uh, stroke patient. Oh, no, that's not good. Why? 
uh, because it was beeping and they couldn't figure out how to make it stop. So they just turned it off. Not better than the patients that do that. It's. I was just. There was a severe tongue lashing to that. I bet there was. Doctor. God. It was not not good. Um, but anyway, nursing and media. So yeah, so doctors uh, don't do any of that stuff. And yes, I've had multiple doctors be like, I don't know how to work that pump. So Grey's Anatomy is full of crap. Grey's Anatomy is full of crap. And House, <laughs> another another one. Another show that I oh, mean, the, no love. nurses. No, literally no nurses in the entire show. They might, no, uh-uh. and same with Grey's Anatomy, they might casually mention a nurse in some kind of derogatory like bedpan sort of way. <laughs> and like not that using a bedpan should be derogatory but they mean it in that way yeah um house is wild like they do literally everything i know i love that show though but I yes know, they do great, but they're like drawing the blood samples and <laughs> yes it's insane i know well they do everything down to like the microbiology of it where they're in there like spinning the blood like you said and like doing all I mean, so it's a whole different level of what the expectation is but I just think it's funny how, like, nurses are an extremely vocal group, and I feel like we have a present. Maybe this is just the media that I'm consuming because I'm in the nursing community already. Mm-hmm. But it feels like, in general, people have, like, a hopefully reasonably positive perception of nurses, but they're nowhere to be found in any of the media that we watch. Well, for whatever... Well, that's changing a little bit. Now... You, you're mentioning two shows, Grey's Anatomy and House, that are, you know, several years old. The Grey's uh, is still I enjoy- on, although I don't, I don't watch it still, so I don't know what's going on. But is I bet it it's still a running show. It oh sure my God. is. I know. Can you believe that? Wow, that's crazy. know when it's time to be done. <laughs> that show's been on a long time, um, but nonetheless. Uh, so then, of course, there was a Netflix series, Nurse Jackie. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that was Netflix. I, I think, think it was on regular te- television because my mom watched it. Oh, really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, you could. Well, I only know it as Netflix. So. Um, but that one is really interesting because that one is all about nurses, particularly one. Um, and Nurse Jackie, do you did you watch it? Do you know anything about I it? I know that she diverts meds and has an addiction. Yeah, she's like terribly addicted to narcotics. Um, but, but I mean, there are other nurses involved in the show. And so from that perspective, take away the side that they make her like this big time addict. (laughs) Um, but which is, you know, maybe something that more nurses are struggling with than we know. Yeah. Though it feels unfair that the first nurse show happens to be about that when every other doctor show gets to be about saving lives, but sure. Well, that's very true. Um, but yeah, so that show does talk about more of like the nursing aspect of, of healthcare and realistically how nurses are the ones at the bedside that are making the, uh, profound discoveries and alerting the doctor to it or saving the doctors, the patient from the doctor's mistakes and things like that. Mm -hmm. So from that perspective, it is really interesting because I think it does shed more light on what is a closer reality to what healthcare looks like. Do you feel Um, like it's like a good and like accurate show? Well, I mean, take apart the, the take away the side... Well, take away the side of that 
uh, you know, she's like a crazy addict. Because honestly, the amount of drugs this woman is doing, I don't really feel like anybody would be functional at work. Mm. Um, and so, I, you know, I don't know. That part of it is realistic. But like the things like in the trauma bay when you've got like a new like intern coming in and that power struggle between the new like we talked about in idiot providers like when you have the new intern who's like I'm the doctor Mm -hmm. and you know the nurse who's like "Mm, I've been doing this for 25 years you're a piece of shit and don't know what you're doing you know (laughs) um so from that perspective I do think that there's more reality based to it I mean I do think it yeah, maybe it's the Hollywood version of what our jobs actually look like. I don't know. But there is a there is a whole uh, side of it to look at. Like, when you see in media at all, whether it's, like, advertisements for healthcare or anything like that, when they show a picture of a doctor, they're in a white coat with the stethoscope, they're saving lives. And when you see an image of a nurse it's like they're holding the patient's hand and they're really caring for the patient yeah I never really thought about that but that's true yeah it's very different you know the other thing is just how people are asked to address doctors versus nurses yeah so you know we call doctors doctor last name so and so and we call nurses like no formal greeting first name they're like shortened version of their first name yeah so it's you know it's which there is an element of like because we are hands-on and we are so close and it's like a very intense intimacy that has to happen very very quickly if they called me like miss matthews or nurse matthews or something which i think was how they used to address them back Mm -hmm. in the day Mm -hmm. it's the formality doesn't allow us to get as close as we need to get do you think yeah. I don't know. I think it puts a level of respect to it. Now, I agree with in, that, but also, like, well, I'm sorry. You, I interrupted you. No, it's okay. We interrupt each other all the time. <laughs> <what> we do. <laughs> no hard feelings. Uh, go ahead. You can go. I, I do. I mean, I, I do agree with you. And I, do, I like when the doctors are like, you know, hi, I'm Dr. So and so, but call me, you know, Paul, like whatever, whatever it may right, be. Right. Sure. Um, and that creates a very intentional intimacy, I think. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I obviously want my patients to respect me. And like, it's the same way of, like, you know, you call a waiter by waitress slash maybe her name slash maybe the wrong name. Like, same kind of thing with nursing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Do you address all your patients as Miss and Mr. Mrs.? You know... If I can pronounce their last name, I do. <laughs> that's a good gauge. <laughs> so if I if it's their last name is Williams, I'll be like Mr. Williams. You know, is, what do you prefer to be called? I I do tend to ask people. Yeah. Um. What I don't, what I really don't like is when nurses call patients "honey," "no," "dear," I hate "sweetie," that. and I think it's I don't think it's meant to be malicious, but I feel like I feel like. If I, I do not like when people that I don't know call me honey, sweetie, dear. Like, I can't stand it. And so I don't want to do that to other people. And in fact, there was one time I had a patient who was in the ICU for a while. And the daughter wrote on the board, this man's name is so-and-so. 
He is a decorated war veteran and hero. He has been done A, B, C, and D accomplishments. Um, his name is this. Please do not address him as honey, sweetie, dear, whatever. And I was like, on one hand, I was like, ugh, annoying family member. Man, that's a little dramatic, <laughs> but okay. But on the other hand, I was like, okay, I get it. You know, so. I think in general, some people are more fo- formal than others. Mm-hmm. So when in doubt, defer to them. What would you like to be called? Yeah. And if the answer if for a patient is like, oh, I'm a doctor too. And I'd like to be called doctor last name. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, maybe I think it's a little pedantic because, but maybe it's a way for them to feel more human and less vulnerable patient laying in a bed. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I think in fairness, the, the right answer is defer to what the patient's preference is. But yes, if I can pronounce the patient's last name, I will call them Mr. or Ms. So-and-so. Sometimes I'll walk in the room and I'll ask, I'll call them by their first name or, you know, whatever. But that's because I'm like a grown up adult. And yeah, if well, I, met I mean, them if on any 22 year old be... is calling me honey. Mm-mm. Well, I'll tell you, I'm at that age where everybody calls me miss. And I'm just like, mm. you mean like miss instead of ma'am or you mean? Or no, I mean like, no, they call me. I'm sorry. They call me ma'am. Okay. And I'm just like, yeah, I don't want that. I know. I don't get carded anymore. It's so depressing. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I know. Well, you're just off a fresh birthday, so it's a little yes, little raw. But, yeah, but whatever. Anyway. Well, anyway, so nursing and media. Um, so we were talking about Nurse Jackie and how it's more, more realistic, and it's actually about nurses. And then there's a new show on right now, which I've only seen a couple episodes. It's called um, Bob Hart Abishola or something. And what's interesting about that, so Abishola is a nurse who I believe she came over to the United States from somewhere in Africa. Uh, it takes place in Detroit. And so there's like a high population of these, um, like contracted nurses that come over from Africa. And, um, and so anyway, so it addresses like their cultural aspect of life and things like that. Mm -hmm. But they meet because this Bob guy is a patient of Abishola's in the hospital and he kind of takes a liking to her and he gets discharged and then he goes to the hospital to like get her address and I'm just like first of all like nobody is giving out an address to a patient we barely give out our last names we don't give out our last names um so I'm just like, from that perspective, like, this is insane. Yeah, so he goes to get her address, which would never happen. But nonetheless, um, the the show talks about her talking about, you know, how a long 12-hour shift is so exhausting and lunch breaks and things like that. And so I think from that perspective, I think it brings some light to what is actually happening in the nursing world right now. Mm-hmm. So what's I think, like? What's he gonna? Is he gonna go be friends with her? Oh, he wants to date her, but he I mean, <clears throat> yeah, and I mean, the whole show is him courting her and oh, things like that. But I mean, I'm just talking about the nursing aspect yeah. of it, you know. In that, I appreciate that, and and how how the show is representing nursing and things like that. And I think it is definitely a more realistic approach. Whenever I think about like any casual, because there's definitely like a token nurse character 
in mm-hmm. a lot of shows, like just like, oh, the friend's a nurse or like whomever. Um, mm-hmm. And then usually the basic <laughs> connection is that they're tired. <laughs> well, which, you know, that's that's, so that's, re- that's realistic. So it it's always realistic. it's always showing the nurses is tired, which reminds yeah. me on um, Parks and Rec. Um, mm-hmm. The main girls. Do you watch? I don't. Okay, so um, Amy Poehler character. Amy Poehler's character, Leslie Nope, is best friends with Rashida Jones, who plays Anne, who is a nurse. And so there's a lot of jokes about that, um, and a lot of different things. Which is actually, I think hers is fairly realistic, except they do sometimes show her in her scrubs having lunch with them at City Hall, and I'm like, where? what lunch break do you think she's getting that she can come to city hall and eat with you? But they, they meet this really nasty woman and she goes, Oh, a nurse. Oh, I'm sorry. You just must be so tired. And she was like, Oh, all right. I mean, I am. You're no, like, I yes, care. yes. You know me. You know me exactly. That's awesome. Um, there's a scene in, um, in Bob Hart, Abishola where Abishola is at the bedside of a patient and a physician is there and a physician um, goes to order a medication and Abishola basically says like isn't the patient taking blah 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 at home doesn't that interact with that medication and the physician uh, pulls her aside and is like don't ever question me in front of a patient and he starts pulling the whole physician thing and um And he's like, I'm going to report you to the board and yada, yada. And they kind of walk away and she is feeling badly about it afterwards, as we all do when we have those interactions with physicians. And uh, she asked one of her coworkers, she's like, is he really going to write me up? And she's like, hell yeah, he's going to write you up. So she tries to go to the physician and make amends. So she pulls the the physician aside privately and she's like, listen, I'm really sorry about this. You know, I apologize that I did that. That was wrong of me to do that. Um, and she's like, I want to make this right. Is there any way you cannot write me up? And he's like, I'm sorry, my hands are tied, yada, yada. And as he's getting on the elevator and the elevator doors are closing and she's like, well, then it's my responsibility to let you know that um, I will have to report you for your um, inappropriate prescribing of this medication without knowing your patient and knowing that this would interact and kill your patient. And well, exactly so what I, he can report her to the board who would say good catch. <laughs> well, he was going to report her to the board for basically confronting him in front of the patient type yeah, of deal. But whatever. It was sort of like the nurse coming back and being like, well, yeah, well you know what? Then I'm standing up, you know, yes. whatever. And it was like, yeah, you go girl right on because and that's like fairly realistic of like, I don't know that it's to that length all the time i think certainly there are plenty of doctors who are like that but no actually we know that but um (laughs) but like ultimately like it doesn't really matter how i said it when what it came down to is that i'm stopping you from prescribing a medication that's unsafe for the patient correct yeah Mm -hmm. which is what we do all the time day right so so from that perspective i feel like that's a pretty good realistic portrayal yeah i like not that like, that sounds like a good show you know i mean i don't know well, the t- show's TBD, okay. i guess yeah <laughs> oh no yeah, i mean the show itself is okay i'm not it's not like oh my god i have to see it yeah it's it's fine if it's on i'll watch it if it's not it's fine one of my friends has been sending me 
videos from um, trailers of the of a, this new show called The Resident. Okay. Which for this show to air when Grey's Anatomy is still on is so funny to me because like it it looks identical. Really? He looks like he might be in the ER more. I don't okay. know. But oh my god, the lines from the trailers and I can't think of them right this very minute, but they are phenomenally <laughs> stupid. Oh my god. And I love a good like I don't, we, you and I need to go be medical consultants on a show because apparently you have to know next to nothing in order to do it. <laughs> like, I, I remember when he was like, oh, he's seizing. I'm going to administer 10 milligrams of IV Zofran stat. <laughs> well, that's like, I mean, you've seen the Nurse Blake, like, medical. I, oh, yes. Oh, my God. That's oh so my God, funny. That's yes. So funny. That's exactly right. <laughs> that is exactly, I mean... I'm going to hang the bag of sailing wide open about. at 100 cc's per hour. Oh, right. I'm going to I'm going to hang Jevity. Yeah. <laughs> I'm administering his nasal cannula stat. Right. I know. That is so funny. And, you know, that is one thing you want to talk about nursing and media. I mean, Nurse Blake obviously has the corner on realism. For oh, my that. God. He totally just, does. I mean, he's hilarious, and even, like, the Night Shifter one, everything he says, I'm just like, preach, Night Shifter. <laughs> and, I mean, the the media one is hilarious. I mean, he has so many of them. He so does. He does a really good job of, you know, having his pulse. Uh, well, he's obviously a nurse. And and that's a, that's the thing. That's the difference, is he's obviously a nurse. So yeah. he understands exactly what we're talking about, which is what you're saying, is these shows... They have no concept. No Honestly, I don't know. I don't know who they consult with. Like, I know Grey's Anatomy. I know they get their storyline from, from like, actual cases that have happened. And so they take the most extreme cases they can find. But you look at a show like The Big Bang Theory. Are you? Did you watch that show? No. Not at all. Oh, okay. All right. Well, The Big Bang Theory is, you know, these this group of complete... Uh, like geniuses basically uh, and they work in physics and so you know there's a lot of high level conversation in that show Mm -hmm. but they actually have writers or consultants who know what they're talking about in those realms so the things that they're saying are real and that's what i'm saying like there must be someone who's consulting like they must have someone in medicine who can who consults with it but like the things that you'll see are wild. Like, um, someone was just posting how they were inserting an emergent chest tube, but it was, mm-hmm. um, an ET tube that they were using. And they, oh like, hooked, they were, like, tubes in, and they, like, hooked up an bamboo bag to it. And then when they squeezed what? it, blood poured into it. Like a chest tube draining. <sighs> oh, my God. And I was like, what am I literally watching right now? Like, how is that? Who said that that was right what is happening right now wait was that from the good doctor by chance i don't know it was just a clip it could have been is that well, about that like the boy good... genius yeah the good doctor no i've only watched like the first season but um but a lot of the stuff that happens in the good doctor is he's referring to like textbook stuff and so he's finding like improvisational ways to achieve the textbook um, results 
And that's what kind of makes him genius because he's using things that you wouldn't normally use to achieve that desired outcome. So, I mean, that's part of, I think, the aim of the show is to do things that aren't normal. <laughs> wow. Um, sure. So, but... Well, I mean, but that's the premise of the show. Yeah, I mean, sure. so... But, but yeah, you know, I think one thing that you said that resonates is you think they have doctors that consult. And that's probably part of it is that doctors don't know half of this shit. Like, mm-hmm. well, and they feel I the mean, need to show the nitty gritty and like use the medication names and do all these might like really, really intense, minute details. Yeah. But they don't know how to spike an IV bag. And like, that's not, I'm not saying it's like a better or worse thing. I'm saying that like, you need to just have someone that knows how to do it. Right. Yeah. Let's, let's work on that for a career. I think we should. Let's, let's get ourselves some consulting jobs for, uh, me, there's plenty of medical shows that we can consult on. I mean, and maybe a, we, we can probably just do that from home too. <laughs> yes. I just really want to work from my bed. How do I achieve that? In pajamas all day. I mean, the girl, that is, that is the goal <laughs> right there. And still make enough money that I can just do whatever I want when I decide to get out of bed. <laughs> oh my gosh. I just described my, my dreams, my goals and dreams. I think that's everybody's goal and dream. And some would some would argue that we already get to be in pajamas all day since we're wearing scrubs, but have you dude, seen the can we, talk, um, can we talk for a minute about the jogger, the jogger scrubs? Yeah. Oh my god. I think they're cute. <laughs> oh my god, I find them so annoying. Why? Because, first of all, like, I don't need to see any nurse in tight pants, first of all. And second of all, like Dudes are wearing them, and it just looks bizarre. I think they look sporty and cute. And guys? Guys wear joggers to jog in. They're like sweatpants. Ugh. I don't know how tight well, they are, We're not are, wearing though. sweatpants to work. We're basically wearing sweatpants and to work. Also, it's a slightly different material. And also, people aren't wearing socks with these things. And so then I have to see your ankles. And oh, I don't want to see your ankles. Well, we should be covered up. Do you really want your ankles exposed to, like, blood and poop and pee? I mean, is that any different than my forearms being exposed? Oh, see, I wear long sleeves all the time. Oh, I I can't because I get hot as as hell. So, like, I always had to wear the short sleeve scrubs. Mm, Yeah, no, can't. Can't do it. I wear wear short sleeve scrubs, but I wear under You still are showering after work. If it's on my scrubs, chances are it's soaked through enough to that, get to my skin. That's not true. Yeah, if you're wearing tight joggers. They're not that tight. I think that I've seen people in skin tight scrubs. Like regular ones, non-joggers. Yes, but I'm critical of those people too. Okay, well. That's a, that's a different issue entirely. It really is, but I, I mean, appreciate come on. I don't need giant fucking bell bottoms on my little frame and I'm trying like they are so long on me and they dip into the you know rainwater or whatever the fuck got you know pee that I'm walking through and they're flopping all over the place and I don't yeah sometimes and I don't wear bell-bottom pants at any other point in my life like I like that they 
cinch right up to your ankle and they're just contained and they're not flapping all around. Oh, uh, I don't. I don't like that at all. Well, don't wear them. I don't. But <laughs> I don't like other people wearing well, them Well, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I, In fairness, I don't like guys in skinny jeans either. And I'm really sad that this... Uh, very outdated that this whole you. Uh, It 100% is. I acknowledge that. Uh, I'm very sad, though, that this trend appears to be here to stay. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Trends come in and out so much. Like, it's been around for a hot minute, but I think it was because it kind of is like reminiscent of the 80s, right? So they went from the really extreme bell bottoms into like a skinnier cut. Well, and then, in, in the 80s, we were all French rolling our jeans, too. So we had regular jeans, but we were making them making look them skinny. skinny. So, yeah, you're, you're right about that. And, and then, the 80s oh. kind of are back. Totally, because then when I was in high school, we were doing the bells, and then we went back we're... to skinny. Mm. Hmm. I had huge. I'm not on opposed my jeans. to like all skinny, not all skinny jeans. I'm not opposed to all skinny jeans. I just don't like them on dudes. All right. Well, I don't know. You can like what you like. That's what can they? I know. <laughs> you know what we I don't know. like? The lack of nursing representation in media. <laughs> You're such a dick. <laughs> <laughs> and I love you. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> oh my god, yes. So, uh, yes, nurses aren't well represented in media. It's all about doctors. And don't we have enough fucking shows about doctors? And I think it also shapes, like, the public perception of things. Even if you think that's, like, stupid and, and false, which it is. But, like... It, not false meaning wrong, but false meaning like a false perception. Um, mm. But it does. And like, that's what people see and what they think is reality. Even like, even though you know that the TV isn't reality, like, I don't know. That's how it's represented across the board. So it's like, mm-hmm. you don't see the nursing presence and you assume that doctors, you know, care so deeply in X, Y, and Z, except then you come into the hospital and you're like, I haven't seen a fucking doctor in like, well, they always say days, <laughs> although of course that's not true. <laughs> But right. and you're and but you know I'm stuck with these stupid nurses again and again. It's like yep, here we are. We're we're it. Yeah, I know nurses are running the show. Well, and there's less and less doctors with all the mid level providers mm-hmm. who are mostly nurses. Right. <laughs> so, Sorry, everyone, but we're the wave of the future. <laughs> Welcome. Well, that's true because I think. I think you're going to see primary care essentially go away from physicians entirely. I think and so And primary too. care will all be handled by nurse practitioners and maybe PAs, but PAs work under docs. So I don't know, maybe nurse practitioners, because they can run their own show. Well, especially with the goal being refer that, like, to specialists. Yeah. And like the goal being within a few years, the same way that they did ADN to BSN, it's going to be like NP to DNP. And like, that's going to start being the standard. Yeah, but I don't, I don't know about that. Well, I know they were talking. Oh, it's years happening! Ago. It's for sure happening. They said by twenty twenty five is the goal. They used to say by twenty twenty. <laughs> well, they didn't succeed at that, so now they had to push it back. <laughs> I know, but I don't think if you already. But have they did it with MP, physical therapists. They did it with pharmacists. Yeah, but aren't people grandfathered in? Yes, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that like people who are going to school now, like they might as yeah. well just go for the full shebang because. It's going to yeah, be more that's valuable. A, that's a whole... It's not about being more valuable. That is a whole commentary on schools forcing these Absolutely, advanced yes. degrees in order to make more money. And you look at... When I graduated from nursing school, there there was 
barely any master's programs in nursing at all. And now it's like you can go online and get your degree. Mm-hmm. And no, I mean, no disrespect to those who have gone online to get a degree. Um, but I, I think there's something to be said. I mean, you don't see physicians going online to get a medical degree. But you're not going online to get a clinical degree. Like, you can do it, but you still have to do clinicals in person. To get a master's in nursing, you bet your boots I'm going to go online. I don't need to be in person for that. Please. Yeah, but that's because that's what they've turned it into. There were no online programs when I graduated nursing school. But if you it's as meaningless as you say, then what's the difference? Well, that's the point. It is meaningless. So that's why they can go online. Yeah, let it doesn't it, mean so then anything. let me get it, and I'll meet my qualifications for my job, and then I don't have to worry about it anymore. I know, but it's just such crap because they're just pushing their business agenda. It's just the master's program has become a cash cow for universities. That's the biz. Because they That's can just the mass, baby. they can just mass enroll people for these master degrees, and then essentially what it's doing is nullifying the validity of like a BSN. Totally. Because now, if you want to do anything in administration, you need your master's degree now. Well, so you're just forcing more people to go get their master's degrees. Soon we're going to have millions of people with their doctorates and no one's going to know what the fuck they're doing. That's true. (laughs) And everybody's going to be doing the exact same job they were doing with an associate's (laughs) degree. Exactly, yes. But they're just going to be $200,000 And they're going to look around and be like, well, what do we do now? There's nothing higher than this. Right. I'm sure they'll invent something higher than that. It's a super doctoral degree. (laughs) SDR. Right. (laughs) I don't know. It's anyway, nurses and media. Mm. Go. <laughs> I want to create a show. You want to do what? I want to create a show. Mm-hmm. And it needs to be so much about nurses that literally the only time you see a doctor is that you don't. You hear them over the phone and you don't see a single doctor. And it's going to be called Night Shift. And oh, it's. It. Is going to have, you know how, like, you can watch modern shows and, like, when someone gets a text, like, that text will flop up into the, into the screen. It's going to be that, but pages. Mm-hmm. Remember pagers? Yeah. Do you have any for your I current jobs? We had one at our other job. Yeah, I have a pager. We don't, in my current place, they have phones, like, like, iPhones. Mm-hmm. And we, um... Have a little in-hospital texting program. It's nice. It's convenient. Nice. Anyway. Uh, yeah, I still have a pager. Um, and I'm trying to get them to use the pager for more than they're using it for. And it's working. <laughs> it's a work in progress. Because it used to only... It used to just be the STEMI pager. And then they were, like, getting pissed about our admission times. And I was like, why don't you have it ring to me when there's an admit? So it doesn't matter where I am. I know... I know I have an admit and I can sit down at any computer and work on the admit. And they're like, that's a great idea. And I'm like, oh, Oh. you guys are so behind the Also, it's 2019 and we're just now coming up with reasons, like ways to use the pager. Like it's not even supposed to be used anymore. (laughs) I know. That's hilarious. My dad had Um, a personal pager that I used to page when I was at school and I was sick. Yeah. I used to date a guy when I was 16 that had a pager and my parents were like, why do you have a pager? And he was like, I'm practicing to be a doctor. And I was like, you're such a douchebag. <laughs> such a douchebag. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. But yes, I think, you know, we're always looking at ways to, you know, increase our income as nurses outside of the hospital. So, 
you have always wanted to write. You really like writing. I'm good at writing. We should totally write a nursing show. And if it's called Night Shift, guess which doctor we're going to be working with? The overnight intern who's an idiot. And I think this would be an amazing show. Agreed. We'll have to start putting plugs for it at the end of every podcast on the next episode of Night Shift. Hey, you know what? We could already have an audience by the time the show is written just from Nurse Coffee Talk. (laughs) Should we call it Graveyard? Graveyard. No, because people might think it's macabre and about something else. All right. Well, they might think it's about something else. I mean, when I was 16 and worked at Denny's, I worked the graveyard shift. Mm Mm-hmm. So they could think it's about a waitress at Denny's. You know what? Bring bring her in. <laughs> I'm so grateful that Denny's is open 24 hours, but I wish they delivered to the hospital. I secretly love Denny's so much. It's not a secret. I love it. <laughs> they don't have them out here now where I live. Oh, um, no. I mean, if they do, they're probably like out further in the suburbs yeah. or something because I'm in the city, but... Sure. Um, I used to be like my morning, like, you know, how you sleep all day after night shift and then mm-hmm. you'd get up and like, if you're me and didn't, you know, have any children or husband or anything, like I would just kind of be like, okay, so it's 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> Everyone else has gone to bed slashes at work. Right. So mm-hmm. like, what do I do now? And I would go to Denny's open 24 hours and have a little breakfast feast at nighttime and then I take myself to a movie oh my god that's amazing it was great I had regular dates with myself ugh where did those times go it's getting serious (laughs) All right. well on that note uh, (laughs) we are wrapping up our time here and it's time to say good day and good night and go to bed and get some Denny's (laughs) that's perfect sign off I know. All right. You guys, as always, if you have any commentary, if you want to like join our following about this future show that we may or may not have, you're (laughs) welcome to join us. (laughs) Um, But if you want to give us feedback on anything that we've discussed, please feel free to email us at nursecoffeetalk at gmail.com or hit us up on Instagram at nursecoffeetalk. Uh, And that's all I've got for you guys today. That's all we got. Thanks. All right. You guys have a beautiful week and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.